let me know how many of you been blessed by the teachings on can a Christian be influenced by evil spirit. How many of you been blessed by last week's message teaching? I want to, if those who are silent, where you are, you are um, muted, your video, audio, you can send a thumbs up or a, 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 something like that. I would like, yeah, Pamela, yeah, thank you for your hand. Yeah, good, 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 good. Praise God. And I know that it is a very sensitive subject. And if anybody missed that, uh, I think my uh, part of my messages, though it was not sharp in recording, it is recorded. Whomsoever be uh, recording, make sure that you are you don't miss points and uh, no noises here and there. Last time it was uh, many message, many points was missed. Okay, but uh, praise God for the initiative. You do it today. I'm going to continue into that. Now this is something that what last time I said that the evil spirit does not come in, but evil spirit we give way to come in. That's why Apostle Paul says. Uh, you know, to Timothy, don't give place to the devil. You know, that means it does not come. We give place to the devil. And what is the kind of things he do? He, he, he leaves a place, but uh, according to Matthew, he leaves a place never to stay back. He leaves a place to come back with seven more powerful. If you are, then there are three some questions. If you are dry, dry means unproductive. There is no prayer, no Bible reading, no fasting and prayer. There is unproductive, means unproductive for the kingdom of God. And then, then it will say dry. Dry means that same thing. Dry means uh, there is no presence of God. And then uh, swept means what? There is no blood of Jesus upon that person. And third, fourth, uh, a, a, and a perfect place. Perfect place means what? It is uh, full of, uh, you, know, uh, you know, unclean things like dancing, celebrating, fornication, adultery, uh, smoking, drinking, all like that things. What is bad, good for God is bad to the enemy. What is bad for the, good for the enemy, it is bad to God. So now, last time, somebody asked me a question. Dad, why you call the spirit, demonic spirits as uh, uh, evil or uh, evil spirit or unclean spirit? Let me clarify it one thing. The unclean spirit, okay, can you hear me properly? Okay, unclean spirit and evil spirit, who is this? It is demonic spirit. What is demonic? Who is demonic spirit? Demonic spirits are the spirits which uh, that rebelled along with the Lucifer, and they've been thrown out. And why they are called as uh, unclean and uh, deceptive or evil? Because the works, the, the, the Holy Spirit's works are good. The evil spirits, uh, the demonic spirits' works are, either it will be unclean, it will be deceptive, or it could be evil or wicked. All those names can be for the evil spirits. So, it is that is why it is called at, as uh, demons are called. It is the same demons, but they have the by character, by their work, they are unclean, they are deceptive. Or and then there was a question: Why the demonic spirit come? So why the demonic spirit come? I have found out five things. Five things is why the demonic spirit want to possess you. 
so that he may so because the holy spirit wanted to possess you the same way the demonic spirit want to possess you okay the holy spirit want to possess you for the kingdom the demonic spirit wanted to possess you for his kingdom okay second thing he want to bind our minds so that he can blind our minds understand that he can bind our minds means our thought systems will be bound and then the bible says the the prince of the world has blinded you the eyes of your mind so he want to bind your mind so that you can be he can blind your mind and third thing he wanted to bring deceive people that's why many time apostle says don't be deceived in spirit he is a deceptive spirit he will look like an angel he will look like a lion he look like a sheep with a wolf clothing okay so he is very deceptive and that is why the deceptiveness how he has uh, in his craftiness you know tempted eve and eve got uh, tempted and fallen into sin third fourth he his main job is to promote uh, false doctrines false doctrines so that people may be deceived and they will not fall follow truth they may follow false doctrines so the spirit behind every false doctrines false prophets false teaching false pastors are who the demonic spirits are there lastly not the fifth one i wanted to see i shared i want to tell you that why the demonic spirit come it it comes to torment the believers his target is believers not the world so like believers say we want to we want to see hell is emptied and heaven is filled the same thing devil people say is the he want to see the heaven emptied and hell is filled so he comes that's why john 10:10 10 says the thief comes to steal kill and destroy so he want to come and torment the believers so i understand i had in a natural way i had given you clarity who is demon and what is their purpose of coming so understand that okay now i will take it to you take it to you so, something last week i said that uh, we allow him to come we allow him to come not that he comes to to i i will bring a life study before you that is king shaul okay a life study from that we will learn something turn with me to 1 samuel chapter 16 verse 40 1 samuel chapter 16 verse 40 okay what it says but the spirit of the lord departed from shaul and a distressing spirit from the lord troubled him the spirit of the lord departed from shaul okay the spirit of the, the uh, god he came out of the shaul immediately a distressing spirit bible says from the lord this is one question people say how can god send a distressing spirit i want to clarify that as soon as the spirit of the lord leaves a person immediately the evil spirit will take ownership of that place you know it is not that the distressing spirit god does not spend distressing spirit but god allowed those distressing spirit to occupy shaul you remember in the book of life life of job god allowed the satan 
to test him, test to Job, but he said, don't take his life. So understand that God does not send a spirit to torment him. But the moment the spirit of God goes, I last week I shared that they were like a roaring lion waiting for an opportune time. The time is that the moment you sin, the moment you drink or the moment you go for a sexual immorality, lies or something like that, the spirit of God, if you are continuously doing, repeatedly doing, the devil, the spirit of God will be grieved. The spirit of God will be, you know, grieved and he will move away. And immediately the demonic spirits will take upon your mind. In your life, you know, if you are a habituated sinner like that, in one place you are again and again you are falling. Okay, suppose you are smoking, and one Sunday you say, "Oh, I don't, I don't want to smoke. I will leave it." And the altar call comes, you lift up your hands and everything, you come and surrender. But Monday onwards, you do it again. So continuously, when you you sin in areas, the spirit of God will leave you. And he, because he is grieved, he is grieved. The temple of God cannot uh, accept uh, evilness. You know, Do you understand last time I said uh, the temple of God, you should know you are, your body is the temple of God. And so you should not allow it to be the temple of that evil spirit. Okay. It is your choice. That's why I very clearly many times you may not like, but what to say, I have to tell. That's why I keep on telling sexual immorality because sexual immorality is the topmost sin where which spirit, soul, body living together or all these things are the topmost sexual immorality where the devil has many rooms to come. I will come later into that point. Okay. Some people keep on telling me nightmares and bad dreams and sexual dreams comes to me. Why? Because a Christian, how can a Christian see a bad dream? How can a Christian see that uh, that person have a sexual intercourse in the, in, the, in the dreams? How can they see some nightmares? Because you being a Christian, you have not changed your lifestyle. Understand that 1 Corinthians 5.17 says, The one who is in Christ is a new creation. Old is passed away and all things become new. I told you last Sunday, the new things will come as a seed. But what you need to do? You need to cultivate it into the holiness of God. Understand that. Today morning, Georgie was telling, telling today that just because we are meeting in Zoom doesn't mean that the holiness of God is deteriorated. You know, you can, you can, you know, you know, mute the audio video and you may be hearing from somewhere, maybe you be cooking. If that is the way you are hearing, then you are doing a very unholy practice. You know, you may be sitting and you may be sleeping. Sometimes automatically video starts and we can see somebody is sleeping on the bed and hearing. No, sit out. The holiness of God does not stop. You remember that uh, because we are online doesn't mean that you can offer a profane worship to God. You cannot offer a profane worship to God. Because when you are careless, that is the time the devil knows, oh, okay, he lis listens to it, but he's a careless listener. He will bring doubts in your life. I want to tell you that is a time when you when you have not changed your lifestyle. That is a time the Holy Spirit grieves and leaves you. And let, let, let me tell you one thing. 
the the greatest ironical part of that is you know what is that no you yourself may not know that the spirit of god left you you will live in the pretext that i am a spiritual person <laughs> until you fall in the, dip, the 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 pit you do not know that uh, you are left that's why i taken the the case study of saul to teach you how he fell into that you read bible you read bible but you are still in anger you envy you gossip you murmur you complain you disobedient there is no change being as born again and a sinner we are still saying we are new but we have not changed the lifestyle shall disobeyed god and then what happened then if you see the story shall disobeyed god but still wanted samuel to come with him why because he was careful about his reputation some people are coming into the presence of god just to keep their reputation you know because you have developed a reputation that i am a christian you just come to know to have reputation with god i want to tell you craftiness with god will not be tolerated by god and craftiness with the servants of god also god will not tolerate you know craftiness you understand what is saying trying to say you try to lie something and make sure that servant of god that no 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 this is a, that is craftiness that is what devil did it oh you eat you will be like god okay i want to tell you tell you when you are judgmental when you are critic criti criticizing when you, you then evil spirit and you may be not knowing evil spirit took position in your life when you are worried about tomorrow when you are in comparison and uh, no god give you know I, i want to tell you you know uh, we are in torah in we are in corona, corona pandemic time but still we are alive we have food our hands are working we are not in hospital but we can still murmur complain why it happened no that is the evil spirit somewhere taken place in our life i want to tell you you know okay then the uh, shaul was a very good follower of god you understand he was a very good meditator of torah also because you know the spirit of god was upon him he used to prophesy also but still god rejected him understand that seriousness of that shaul used to follow torah shaul had holy spirit shaul no used to prophesy but still god rejected him you know some of us there is a superstitious belief cat crossing the road okay you know while going somebody call you back you know some day 13 is a not a good day you know these all if you start believing that is the sign of a superstitious deceptive spirit some people you are christian i do not know how many of you look into your what do you, what do you call it as like that uh, you know stars in the uh, horoscope you see libra leo what it says what do you call it as in english i do not uh, remember that uh, properly okay so you follow that we 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 you know we we look into somebody say what people are telling about tomorrow okay what bible telling about tomorrow is much important that what somebody looking into hand say you know don't worry about tomorrow 
have confidence in on the one who holds your tomorrow you know praise god okay so when holy spirit is with you when holy spirit is with you then you will stand against your goliath like david stood before him you know he had nothing so sophisticated weapon five stones and uh, one sling when god is with you you do not look for equip, uh, equipping with uh, you know uh, multifaceted provision with god is enough for you i i told you last time you know you know you are bigger than your problem because one who lives in you is the biggest you are bigger than your problem because the one who lives in you is the biggest the, the bible says uh, the one who is in you is greater and mightier than one who is in the world i want to tell you i want to tell you my my, my beloved children then when god is there then you need not need any ak47 or pack anything you just need a one one stone to kill the goliath when you are with the holy spirit uh, there is no need to worry about the red sea you only need a stick to say be show it will depart i want to tell you the difference of that thing you know it is enough a stick is enough a word is enough to bring out water from the gushing water from the rocks are uh, come on somebody i want to tell you that is the difference of the holy spirit holy spirit makes things impossible possible understand that and the evil spirit makes all possible impossible you know in small small things you never expected this will go wrong you may be confident in one subject you say no i am going to take 100% marks but you will fail in that mark in that subject why because the devil makes that impossible impossible i want to tell you when god gives you the holy spirit he doesn't take it back okay but you can do it when holy spirit leaves you evil spirit overtakes and take that place that is what happened in shaul's life bible says in verse 14 the spirit of the lord departed from shaul and the distressing spirit from the lord troubled him i want to tell you somebody here sitting remove that anger remove that envy remove that uh, backbiting remove that gossiping remove that judgmental attitude remove that uh, you know criticizing attitude remove that uh, unforgiveness remove that sexual immorality remove that uh, uh, that, uh, that lying attitude so that the enemy may not get the place in your life because you may not know the moment when the spirit of god leaves you i want to tell you keep your heart diligently that evil spirit do not enter don't give a foot hold in your life maybe we are not possessed by the evil spirit but we may be oppressed by the evil spirit or influenced by the evil spirit how we know last time i said check your life your lifestyle your friends check your friends you will know what kind of friends you are having okay i tell you one thing delila you know delila boys don't say that he, she is not my girlfriend okay <laughs> no delila you know delila <laughs> you know she, samson three times went and kept his head on her lap thinking that i will overcome but the last time he thought i will overcome 
he never knew that the spirit of god left him and that was the time he was he become a warrior a mighty warrior become a slave a prisoner want to tell you very careful very very careful when the spirit of god leaves you you do not even know because you will be living in the protest of of your past experiences your past abilities but i tell you spirit of god bible says every day is a new day he gives us new mercies tomorrow's yesterday's grace is not sufficient to fight the goliath of today am i telling talking to the truth okay now let us go to let us look into deeply about shaul let us go to 1 samuel 15 22 to 30 okay let us see 15 what is 15 says 15 says the saul said they brought them from amalekites for the people spared the best of the sheep and the oxen to sacrifice to the lord your god and the rest we have utterly destroyed here is the conflict happening you know shaul was read the verse 3 of 15 Three of the fifteen, it says, "Now go and attack Amalek and utterly destroy all they have. Do not spare them, but kill both man and woman, infant and nursing child, ox and sheep, camel and donkey." This is the order. This is the instruction God gave to Shaul. And Shaul, what he did, he here he's saying in fifteen, he's saying, "They have people have bought Amalekites." for the people spared the best sheep and oxen to sacrifice to the lord your god and rest we have utterly destroyed you understand that god is not looking for what good you are doing god is looking the obedience to his word is done executed god said you destroy everything but shaul says i have not destroyed everything but people brought the things to me and we have brought it to the lord you know you understand that understand that after doing all the crime you evening you sit and sing a song and you say lord i bring this worship to you <laughs> it is like that you know he was opposed to obey god but he did not obey god verse 19 then shaul asked uh, uh, 18 what he says now the lord sent you on a mission and said go utterly destroy the sinners and amalekites fight against them until they are consumed 19 why then did you not obey the voice of the lord why did you swoop down on the spoil and do evil in the sight of the lord beloved children you and me are on a mission from god our mission is to put on the whole armor of god and and fight against the principalities and the power power of powers of the darkness but what we do we are disobeying god when 21 says but the people took the plunder sheep and oxen and best of the things which could have been utterly destroyed to sacrifice to the lord god in gilgal i want to correct you you may be doing good things in the sight of god but not the right things what god expect from you understand that you may be doing the good things in the sights of people but not the right things at the sight of god 
the book of proverbs says the things that is good in your eyes in the end of it is destruction what was shaul's problem shaul's problem was shaul's problem was that shaul was a people pleasing man people pleasing man god chose you listen to me god chose you so that you may be a god pleasing man or a god pleasing girl or boy but today what we are doing we are doing we become pleasing people under pressure shaul was justifying himself he was saying i i disobeyed you why i disobeyed you i disobeyed it to please you hello come on bible says in 1 corinthian 1 samuel it says in 15 or no 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 22 he says what is that the uh, obedience is better than the sacrifice obedience is better than sacrifice so saul was justifying himself i want to tell you write it down you cannot please god with techniques of your life many of the time we try to technique do technique with god you know obedience and faith is the only way you can please god without faith you cannot please god without holiness you cannot see the lord don't try to trick with god that is not pleasing to god so sometimes what you know uh, suppose i say you know hey come on uh, we have to go for hey ministry is ministry uh, ministry is not just ministry my dear ministry is to walk in the will of god not in some way it has to happen a servant of god is to walk in the will of god not under will of the people or will of yourself not under at the dictates of your heart some people say that oh, ministry is old elected america ministry some american ministries america african no everywhere there is a different goliath a regional goliath you need to face the struggles in india may not be the struggles in africa in africa the struggles of uganda may not be the struggles of zimbabwe there may be spirit the same but intensity different you understand that we cannot please god with techniques we cannot please god with techniques and what happened let me let me tell you even though shaul disobeyed god even though he lied to god still he is a king got it still he is a king but what happened he lost his influence and impact on things he was not like that some of you i want to tell you you may not know that the spirit of god left you you are still in the ministry you are still a worship leader you may be still a intercessor you may be still a president of the um, uh, president of your uh, organization you will be still a son of a pastor you will be still a, a ceo of a company but the favor of god the presence of god left you that was happened to shaul shaul was living thinking like that whatever i am doing in my terms is what god expects from me i want to tell you god express his expects his term not your term okay 
Let us see 1 Samuel 15, 26 to 27. What it says, 26 to 27. But Samuel said to Shaul, I will not return with you. Sorry, 24 you read. What he say? Shaul said to Samuel, I have sinned. I have transgressed the commandment of the Lord your word because I feared the people and obeyed their voice. You know, Shaul is accepting that he did a mistake. Are you getting me? Michael, you are getting me? Shaul accepted, like, like us, like you and me. We accept sometimes. And then say, what say? If we, I feared people and obeyed. Let's see what 25. Now, therefore, please pardon my sin and return me that I may worship the Lord. What he was trying to tell, I did it. Forgive me, but you come and do it that for me. Means what? Do the same mistake. He is not ready to correct. Understand that? He is not ready to correct. And he was saying, I, Shaul said that, Now therefore please pardon my sin and return with me that I may worship with him. Worship the Lord. He was not saying that, okay, let us go and do a new worship. No, I want my reputation. Come back with me. You know, come back with me. Some of the people, they want to know, suppose they know, you know I'm a very small pastor, very small guy, but suppose, suppose if someone of you are, uh, you are very close to Pastor T.B. Joshua, Prophet T.B. Joshua, uh, you will be a very happy person. You know, you will be having a great reputation. Or Pastor Chris or Pastor Benihin or somebody like that. No, I, 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 I am, leave me alone because I am not of that reputation. Okay, but uh, some people take uh, great, uh, great, uh, what you call it as, great, uh, you know, uh, value because you, you are connected with Pastor T.V. Joshua or Pastor T. so and so, so and so. That is the same thing Shaul is doing. Saying that, no, I want my reputation to be kept. So if you do not come and do this, people will degrade me. So come, I want to tell you. It is not about your reputation. It's always about God's reputation. It's always about God's reputation. God doesn't God, for God doesn't matter the methods of worship. God's, what is matters, it is the motives of the worship. The Bible said, Jesus said, the time has come, the true worshipers will worship in truth and spirit, not in big synagogues and mountaintop or anything like that. The time has come. Today we are trying to please God with techniques that is not acceptable to God. I want to tell you, okay? My reputation is more important than pleasing God. That is what this Saul is saying. That is pride. That is pride. God rejected Saul. 28, verse 28 says, Saul said to, Samuel said to, the Lord has torn the kingdom of Israel from today and has given to the neighbor of yours who is better than you. God will not stop his work to be completed. He will use somebody. He will replace the work. He will give your work to somebody. He will never replace you. His work will be continued. Your position will remain same. Okay. And in verse 30 you see. When. When. Then he said. I have sinned. Again he is saying. I have sinned. Yet honor me now. Suppose, see the, the pride of that person. 
Honor me now. Why? Please, before the elders of my people and before Israel. <laughs> you know, he's not worried about God is pleased or not. He's saying, before the elders of my congregation, before the people of Israel, honor me by coming back to me. And then he says that I may worship the Lord your God. There is two statements you have to very clearly see. What he said, whose people it is? He says, elders of my people. And God is whose? He says, worship the Lord your God. It should have been my people. No, it should have been your people and my God. See, the, when the spirit left, the preposition changed. The perspective changed. As long as the spirit-led spirit church is there. A pastor will always say, Lord, it is your people and you are my God. But here the spirit left what he said. It is my people and your God. Understand? The statement, the perspective, the proposition changed there. You know, the reputation becomes very important. And then he said, people are mine. God is Shamuel's. Where he should have said, people are yours and God is mine. You understand that? And 16, when we read it from that, verse 15 says that, chapter 16, 15. The Saul servant said to him, surely a distressing spirit from God is troubling you. Understand that? Shaul was an anointed person. But that anointed person could not understand what is happening with him. Verse 15 says, 14 says, the distressing spirit came upon him, but uh, he could not understand. Then the Shaul servant said, there is a distressing spirit that is troubling you. You know, understand that you are, with a, you are a person of spirit-filled person, but you yourself do not understand what is happening to you. That is the place you need to know that the Spirit of God is no longer active in my life. I have grieved the Spirit of God. But one thing I tell you, let me, this is just coming in my mind. What you cannot see, others could see. That's why people judge you when you are a leader, you are a Christian. Oh, I don't want to come to that church because they are living like that. Why? Because you think you are right, but other people who are spirit-filled think that is offensive. Got it? Sometimes we become very critical. No, 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 no. We are very, very holy people. No, who sees the clothing? Who sees the, that and this and this? We try to justify. I want to tell you. You think what you cannot see offensive in yourself. The people outside see what is offensive. And you know what? What happened? When pride comes in your life, what others can see, you will never see. Pride is a such a distressing spirit that when it comes to you, you will not see what others see. Verse 16 says what he says. Let your master now command your servants who are before you to seek out a man. Now, coming to, I want to come to a worship team members. I wanted all worship team members to be available here. I did not know whether you are available here. I don't see the worship team leader, Joshua, whether he is here. 
I do not know. I do not know. I see most of the worship leaders are missing here. Okay, anyway, what is that? What is it? You seek out a man who has skillful prayer on the heart. God's ministry is not for anybody. Skill comes from God. And then what he says, and then it shall be that he will play with his hand when the distressing spirit from God is upon you and you shall be well. I want to tell you, worship ministry, the purpose of the worship ministry is this. When you worship, the distressing spirit, the evil spirit, the unclean spirit should leave the house, body of the Christ, body of Christ. Am I talking to somebody? Some worship team members. It's not about the song. It's the, the spirit behind the song delivers the thing. Uh, till one o'clock, two o'clock, you are eating huh? and uh, you are you know, uh, joking and playing and then, oh, two o'clock, well, worship service, go and sit and sing a non-song and play. Nothing will happen. Nothing will happen. And what you do, you know, you become an entertainer to the evil spirits. He get entertained. <laughs> Come on. He claps you. Very good. And then you will get some uploads and then, oh, very good song. Fabulous, super fundabas and all like that. Words will come for you. Why? People get pleased with your worship. Not Nobody is delivered. Nobody is free from nobody is free from distressing spirit. Nobody is getting healed. Nobody is comforted. Nobody is getting rest. It's just a song. But here it says what? When he worship, they play the music. The distressing spirit should go out. Okay, now, I know. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Now, 18, you read. I want some of you to underline that, especially the worship team members. And every worship team members means everybody are worship team members. Not uh, just don't look to... You know, those who are singing. No, you, you, we all are worship team members. Then what do we say? Then one of the servants answered him, Look, I have seen son of Jesse in Bethlehem. What is his character, you see? He is skillful in playing. Read the Bible. Underline that. He is a mighty man of valor. Fourth, he is a man of war. He is prudent in speech. And handsome person. The greatest qualification is what? The Lord is with him. Is this is your is this is your character? Is this is can this can be seen by somebody? This is not said by God, it is said by the servants of the king. It is recognized by the people outside, not the people inside. What is that? He is a skillful in playing. What is that? He's a mighty man of valor. What is that? He's a man of war. A prudent in speech. And a handsome person. Come on. And the greatest qualification is what? There. What is there, Stuart? The greatest qualification. What is that? The Lord is with him. The Lord 
is with him. I want to urge my worship team members and every single Christian who are true worshipers of, of Jesus Christ. Let us check our life, whether Lord is with us or not. Just not sing a song which have no, it is just have no, no productive activities in that. I want to tell you, your spirit should be so effective that the evil should, spirit should be leaving instantaneously. You remember, you see, when you see Benihin's worship, he sings simple old hymns, no? Old hymns, like what we sung today, that saying that, uh, you know, uh, you, uh, you deserve the glory and the honor. And you can see people are getting healed. Why? The, because the spirit of the Lord was with him. You know, you see the disciples, their shadow fell upon the people and they were get healed. Why? The spirit of the Lord was with him. You see the, the 12 years of blood issue, the woman touched the hem of the garments of Jesus Christ. They, she was healed. Why? Because the presence of God was overflowing through his life. That should be as a Christian worshiper, you and me supposed to be. When the flow, the spirit of God flow, overflow from us, that deliverance will come to us, to come to people. Don't become an entertainer of evil spirits. You know, if you are not filled with the Holy Spirit, no anointing will come. There is, there are many People who sing worship songs that remains performance because there is no anointing on that. An anointed person will sing a song, it becomes an anointed worship. But a skillful person sing a song, it will become a performance. It will be a song that entertains people. It will be a preaching that entertains people. It will not bring deliverance. You cannot compromise. Be careful. You need to know where you are singing, why you are singing, to whom you are singing. Understand that? Where you are singing, why you are singing, to whom you are singing. I want to tell you, never ever sing a song to please people. Bring every song as a worship to God. Let, let the glory of that worship fall upon the people and let them get healed. Hallelujah. Let them get delivered. Let your worship be focused to Jesus. When we say we give you glory and honor, let our hands rise up in awe to him and say, Lord, I worship you. We don't worry about whether the congregation lifting up their hands or not. That's their problem. Let your worship is unto God. And then when you, you, you focus that worship unto God, then the God receives his grace and glory will enthrone. That is why the Bible says he enthrones the worship praises of Israel. He will come down from the heavenly places and with grace he will come down and his grace will cover 
the auditorium, the atmosphere, and people not by touching, not by speaking, people will instantaneously getting healed. David used to play the harp, and the distressing spirit used to leave shout. Let me tell you, every single 39 people are on the board. I want to tell you, don't misuse the anointing God has given to you. You may not be a worship team, worship team member, but you may be an intercessor. You may not be an intercessor. You may be an usher. You may be a normal Christian who attends the, attends the church service. But Bible says, without the Holy Spirit drawing, nobody can come to the loving Father. That means you are in the church. You are in the body of Christ because God has chosen you. When God has chosen you, an anointing is already deposited in your life. Don't misuse it for anybody's sake. How many of you are blessed? I want to see some hands lifted up. Some I want to give you a, a one minute of praise time and worship time. Unmute yourself and start, start thanking God for God's grace upon you. Let that, uh, let that uh, stronghold break right now. Let you be free from that grudges and the and issues. Let the demonic spirits go right now. Deceptive spirit go right now. Come on, unmute yourself and start worshiping for one minute time now. Now it starts. Please do that. Please do that. Please come on, come on. Raise up your, uh, lift up your voices. Lift up your voices. Speak, 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 speak. We thank you, God. We bless your holy name. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Father Even God, those are standing in your name, in your word, in your glory, God. We thank those you. are muted. Come and mute yourself. Let there be noise in the house of the Lord. Right? God, your spirit, and only your spirit, God, touches us, Jehovah God, in every way, in every matter, no matter where we are. In the mighty name of Jesus, we both seek our mind of yours, and our God, we bless your holy name. God, we bless your holy word. God, we thank you for this moment, for this day that you have made so that we may live in your spirit, God. We claim our victory in your spirit. In Jesus' mighty name, God, that we are moved by your spirit. We are driven by the Holy Spirit. Everything in Jesus' name that you flow in our hearts in Jesus' name. Your presence is here. Come and do what you do, Holy Spirit. Because this is your move. You move in our hearts. You move in our minds. You move in our lives, God. But let us not speak. But you flow into the people of your spirit. 
we glorify you, God. We honor you, Thank you, Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. So you can mute yourself. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Now, God has given you an anointing. Somebody say, God has given me an anointing. God has given me an anointing. Okay, so thank you. And don't misuse it. Don't misuse it. Use it for his glory. Use it for his name. Use, use it to lift up his name. And the Bible says when you lift up Jesus higher, he will draw nations unto himself. Hallelujah. We need not to labor or worry or die for him, but we need to lift up Jesus in our life and he will draw the nations. Hallelujah. And I want to tell you, no, you know, you when you read in the Bible, John 5.35, John 5.35, I want somebody to lift up that, uh, to raise up that uh, chapter and uh, read from that. John 5.35, Jesus is saying, about Jesus, he's saying, I was, he was burning and shining the light. Okay, read it. Yes, John 5.35, yeah. It reads, yeah. you were a burning and shining lamp and you were willing to rejoice for a while in his light. So what was he was? He was, he was burning, a burning and shining lamp. Today, people are burning and shining in social media and on the world. But I want to let you ask you, what kind of light you are shining? For whom you are burning. Jesus was saying, about Jesus was saying, he was burning the light, shining the light. You know, understand that you, we show all our talents. All our talents in Facebook and social media, our cooking talents, our singing talents, our skillful talents, our bike riding talents, all those things, all those things that people do. But whose who's light you are shining? You know, I have, I have understood this thing. That today, there are three kinds of people, worshippers of people, worshippers. What is that? What is entertaining people? Christians, I tell you, Christians. You can see many things like in the social media. And second is entertaining devil. You know, entertaining devil, how? There is no anointing, no deliverance. And third is pleasing God. And when your worship is pleasing God, what will happen? Life, humans, and others will change. Got it? A worshipper can either be a worshipper shining and burning in the light of the world. A worshipper can be a person who, who, who shine and burn to entertain the, the, the devil or the worshipper can be a worshipper who pleases God. David is called as God, from God's own heart. Where was David? David was a shepherd boy, was living in the forest. Okay? But he never compromised. You know, he used to play 
worshipped God in his forest life. And he killed lion and the bear. He was, that is why he was a mighty waller. Okay. I want to tell you. So what he happened? He never, listen to me carefully. Until David said that I killed lion and bear, nobody in the world knew that David was a giant killer. Today what we do? We have a small skill. We bring it to this, this big platform. You know, there are some anointed people, those who need to come singing, worshipping, they you need to bring so that people may deliver. Sometimes they say, oh, what kind of song they are singing? Oh, what kind of, what voice they have? The what you as a carnal man does not get enjoyed with that word, that song, that voice will touch somebody else's life. It's not about the musical understanding delivers the people. That's why I like Michael and all like songs. Why I know it is not about the musical voice, but I love the spirit behind that song. Love you, son, Michael. That's why I love your songs. That's why I love Nathan's songs. Why? It is not because they are beautiful singers. It is because the spirit that is behind it. I want to tell you. I want to tell you. Very careful which platform you are singing. If you are given today a chance, boom! In Parul University, the worship leaders will be ready to sing a Boyne song or some Abba song. No, don't worry. Is it that God expects from you? Do not walk according to the counsel of the wicked. Don't sit, walk, stand amongst the sinners. And don't sit in the counsel of the mockers. You need to choose where you need to carry your anointing. Many, 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 many anointed people fell down. Just because they were not careful about their anointing. They thought that their gifting is so much so that anywhere, anything I can do, I don't mind. If I, with my, my anointing of the Holy Spirit, I fornicate, nothing will happen. If with my anointing, with my anointing of the Holy Spirit, I sleep with another girl without marriage, nothing will happen. My beloved, you, nothing will happen to you, but the people will see that anointing left you. Shaul never understood that anointing left you, left him. I want to tell you, the character of David was, the Lord was with him. The forest shows, forest, he was in the forest, he was a shepherd boy, he says, I want to tell you, you need to understand the power of nothingness. Last time also I said, when you become nothing, God become everything. When you become everything, God become nothing. Verse 23 says, So it was whenever the Spirit from God was upon Shaul, they would take away the harp, take a harp and play. Then Shaul would become refreshed and well. 
and distressing spirit would depart from him. The Holy Spirit in, the evil spirit out. This is the power of a worshipper. Let all worshippers lift up your hands and say, this is the power I need, Lord. This is the power. Everybody, not worship team member, every worshipper. Every worshipper of Jesus Christ, lift up your hands and say, Lord, when I worship like David, Lord, I am nothing but you be everything for me and the distressing spirit may leave. I want to please you, not people. I don't want to entertain the devil. I want to please you, God. I want to please you. I want my personality, my recognition, my, 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 I should be known saying the Lord was with him. The Lord is with him. Hallelujah. Shaul was chosen by God, but he lost it. David had nothing, but the spirit came down when he worshipped. Understand that. God chosen Shaul, but he lost it. But David had nothing. He was a shepherd boy, but when he worshipped, the Holy Spirit came down. He was chosen here the spirit come down. Difference you understand. There are certain people that were chosen. So they inherit and carry the anointing. There are certain people, they have nothing but they worship. God himself is tempted to come down. <laughs> Hallelujah. When you pray, God wants to say, no, I wanted to be this with this girl right now. I wanted to be this with boy. I wanted to inherit that worship. I want you and me to challenge ourselves. Lord, when I pray as, as, as Moses lifted up hands and the moon stopped, I want, I, when Elijah prayed, the rain stopped. I want to be that kind of spirit. Not just a um, mediocre Christianity religious thing. What is religion? Do good. That is religion. Doing good is religion. But what is, what is Christianity? Reli Christianity is doing right obedience with God because Christianity is founded on relationship, not in goodness. Good thing. Many people begin with begin good with God, but their ends are pathetic. I want to tell you, when we continuously will knowingly do errors and sin, Spirit of God leaves. That's what happened to Samson. Okay? I want to tell you, Samson and, Samson and Shaul both begin well, but ended up pathetic. At least Samson received back the Holy Spirit, but Shaul so committed suicide. Why people commit suicide? Nick, why people commit suicide? Uh, I think because they have lived lost hope. Lost hope. Who who is the who is the who is the who is the hope? Jesus. Jesus Christ. This Jesus Christ is the hope of glory who lives in us. You know, Shaul lost hope. And he committed suicide. Samson cried out and said, God, give me once again that power. God, give him this power. And he also died. But he died as a believer. Understand that. I want to tell you. 
sometimes i get call sometimes i get call in india and also from parul university student the pastor please pray for like this like this means what they will give me the manuscripts they will give me a written request you need to pray like this <laughs> have you ever got pray like this you pray for leaks means uh, they, you know sometimes you know sometimes people go, you pray that my boyfriend will be boyfriend will be good to me you pray that my girlfriend may not leave it live in no my dear i want to tell you and if somebody if that person is not loving me i will die better you die if that person is your hope you die and for you if the person who died for you is the hope then you will live some people say if i don't get married to that boy and girl i will die better you died you are a unnecessary a number increasing in the population go die because bible says very clearly i am not jokingly saying that's a real fact but i say why bible say god has no interest in those who are going to the grave god have interest on those who go to the grave with a hope one day i will come out from the grave and go with him and be with eternally hallelujah i want to tell you this you heard about the word adamant sometimes people are adamant what is adamant adamant means to follow the dictates of your heart you know i want to tell you i'm tell i'm i do not know i'm talking many things stubborn is stubbornness is a dangerous character understand stubbornness stiff neckedness adamant that is a grain very 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 dangerous i tell you i tell you that so what happened so this this guy the evil spirit came and whenever david played whenever david played the harp and worship the the, the distressing spirit went away you know how many of you had that experience earlier time when you prayed or you worshiped you experienced the presence of the holy spirit but today you scream and shout and speak and tongues and everything but you do not experience his presence don't lie to me i experienced that kind of time sometime in my life when i become empty when i become totally tired and i start speaking words have that doesn't have any weightage before god i don't i don't feel the presence of god but in such weak moment when i come and say lord i am tired i cannot speak i cannot pray and that's the time when the spirit of god comes heavily upon me when i am weak he is strong if you do, if you say that well, how many of you face this problem that when you want to pray you sleep you have a nap i have that problem as a pastor i still do that because i'm tired but and i say lord i want to pray but my body is weak and i can experience the power of the holy spirit strengthening me immediately and my physic in my body i may be lying down like that but my spirit start worshiping and praying unto god you know i want to tell you most of the some of the people you are in in this group 34 people are there 29 are you know of the screen and five people are including me 
five hour on video. I want to tell you, some of you, you may be still knowing that the presence of God as it was in the beginning is not there with you right now. Will you be honest enough to tell God rather than like Shaul keeping your reputation, you hide yourself. Would you please open up your mind and heart and spirit and tell to the Lord, Lord, I'm sorry. I'm not experiencing your presence as it was. How many of you want to say that, God, I do not want to sing a song that I know. But I wanted to sing a new song that you give it put in my heart. There are many anointed songwriters, many anointed worship leaders. You know, they come to come to me and they say that, Pastor, this song I written, even the music I heard in my in my in my dream, and I gave the music also according to what the Holy Spirit gave it to me. Some of the time, many of the time, what our songwriters write song and they compose song so that people may jump and dance. I want to tell you, songs are not for making you exercise. Songs are you to worship God. You may stand still and know that he is the Lord. That is the place where deliverance comes. Sometimes you can see worship leaders, they said, everybody jump and dance. Okay, that is the joy of the Lord in the house of the Lord. It's okay, but it is, doesn't mean that by that you will be get delivered. How many of you want to say that, Lord, I'm weak. I want your strength. I fail in my prayers, but I know that the Holy Spirit is going to help me. I'm weak in my character. I'm weak in my decision. I'm weak in my, 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 my own lifestyle. I, most of the time, I keep the tag of Christianity for my reputation, where in the behind the tag, I, am, I, am, I, I know that the Spirit of God is not with me. I want somebody to be honest. When a worship leader or a worship member or a Christian says, I fail to, I sing songs, but I, I, I don't read the Bible, there is something wrong. When a preacher says that I don't pray, there is something wrong. When a, a, when, a, when a believer say that I do not fast and pray or I don't tithe, I do not do this and that, there is something wrong. Luke chapter 10, 19 says, I have given you the power to trample on scorpions and snakes. God has given authority to us, but what happens today? We have surrendered our authority to the devil and we become rebellious, we become disobedient and allowed the devil to lord over us rather than we lording over the devil. Understand that. Don't give place to the devil. Change your lifestyle. I want to ask you, are you living in anger? Are you living in unforgiveness? Are you living on dictates of your own heart? Are you living in rebellion? Are you living in sexual immorality? Change your lives. Somebody asked me, no, I told you earlier also, I think, no, 
soul ties and spirit ties many people speak about it many i do not know whether you know what is soul tie soul tie means ties synchronization of two souls and spirit ties is spiritual connection of two things soul tie is what soul tie is whenever you whenever you, you violation of the violation of god's order especially sexual immorality suppose you are sleeping with uh, uh, your girlfriend or somebody without marriage that is where the souls of those people tie up and when suppose a girl or a boy sleeps with 10 15 partners then 10 15 person soul will tie up with you and whatever that is there in their soul they may be somewhere lying or sexually immoral or they may be cheaters they may be evil worshipers all those things will come up that is why soul ties need to be broken and what is spiritual tie spiritual tie is between a husband and wife means what happened a husband and wife then become two flesh become one they share the spiritual personality of both person with one another sometimes you can see the same character the upper husband is seen in a wife or a wife's character is seen in a husband becomes wife because they become one in the spirit but what is happening other un, um, without marriage soul ties what happened we see the different personality of the soul soul is uh, always wanted to do the worldly things soul ties if a person sleep is 10 or 15 30 or i do not know how much girls or you sleep with uh, any person but if you are sleeping with 10 people or you are you are you are dating that people or flirting kissing or something like that you are tying with that soul and what happens whatever character there in that person's life it will come into your life and your character will go into their life but they will not be together so what happen they will not together they will be pregnanted with different personalities of different people in their life and that is where the devil takes room because sexual immorality is one place where he is very happy very very happy because because the body soul and the spirit all the three functions in sexual life a sex without spirit without soul without body without mind is not possible all these functions together and that is where it likes it okay as and if you are in a soul tie if you are you are in a sexual life which is not pleasing to god and you are in a soul tie it is time to ask god god cleanse me that's why i am very serious about people come to say uh, to come to live with somebody like boys house only girls come and live with you how can it happen or you go to a girl's house you say that no no we are only living that's okay praise god you are only living but there is a probability that the devil will take put hold in your life put hold in your life ask jesus to cleanse you from all that soul ties and repent for that action maybe you have not you have not had any sexual interaction but you lived under one roof you need to repent for that if alone if you are come you are a group of people come and lives together that is something different but you as a boy and you as a girl you together lived alone or lived in a room multiple people came but you both were in one room and slept on a same bed 
that means you need to repent. Maybe you have no inter in, uh, sexual interactions. You need to repent by the soul ties. I want to tell you, Shaul entered pathetically because the Spirit of God left him. I pray that none of you who listens to me and partner with me may not know the devices and the schemes of the devil and end up pathetically. You know, how many of you know that today morning I was saying Judas was one disciple who was walking with Jesus. How many of you agree with me? Judas was one disciple he was walking with Jesus. But Bible says Judas was a stealer. He robbed money from the treasury box. Right or wrong? Okay. So what was he? He was influenced by the demonic spirit. Cheating or robbing is a character of a demonic spirit. But he was not against Jesus. But the, the Lord's Supper time came. Bible says the Satan entered into him. That means what? Now he was possessed him and he went and betrayed Jesus. Understood the story? One is influenced. Influenced, he was with Jesus, but still he was a stealer. He was, he was robbing the money from the, uh, from the bag of the church. He was a disciple of Jesus. Told, Jesus. told disciples Jesus selected Judas Iscariot was one of the disciples, but he was influenced by the demonic spirit because he used to steal. But when he betrayed, when he was possessed. And what happened to Judas? Instead of repenting, why, why possession came how? Because when possessed, he never repented. What he did? He committed suicide. He committed suicide. That's why when the word of God comes through a servant of God, we need to repent because our end may not be pathetic. We need, that's why altar call comes. You need to run to the altar saying, this is me, pastor. I want you to lay hands on me and declare a deliverance. I, my heart is surrendered to God. That is what you need to do. I want to tell you, repent and turn to him. Invite the Holy Spirit in your life. Let me close with you. I have just told you that uh, how the demonic spirit can work in an anointed person's life. But I will be, it would be unfair to to close without talking from Romans chapter 12, 1 and 2. I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. What is Apostle Paul says to the church of Romans? I want to ask to take that word, present your bodies as a living sacrifice. What is your body? Your body is the temple of the living God. 
Let me connect you to the Old Testament. Look to me now. In the Old Testament, when a sinner goes to the tabernacle, he takes his sin offering to the altar, okay? A lamb or a dove or a turtle. The lamb or dove or turtle or anything we brings as a substitute for him, it is killed. Okay? And the priest takes the blood and offer to the holy place and sprinkle upon the sinner. Okay? Got it? One, the sacrificial lamb or sacrifice dies and the priest goes to the holy place and sprinkles upon him. But the sacrificer, the person who is a committed sin, goes back with the Without having any change in his life, he goes just his sin covered, not cleansed. Get it? Understand that. Very clearly understand this. Very clearly understand it. The Old Testament sacrifices, when a person commits a sin, he takes a lamb or a turtle or a pigeon or any bird and thus they die. And the priest take the blood and offer it the holy place and sprinkle upon the man. And the man goes out from that place with only a knowledge that his sin is covered. That means he have the license or he will have the audacity to do the same sin again and again, again and again, again and again. He will never change. Look to the New Testament sacrifice. The Lamb of God, Jesus, died. The priest, Jesus, high priest, Jesus Christ, took the blood unto the Father. And a sinner, you and me, when we receive that Jesus Christ, it is not our sins covered, but it, our sins are washed away. Hallelujah. It is washed away. I will not remember your sins of your youthful time. I will blot out your transgression, says the Lord. Hallelujah. That is what Bible says. Bring your body as a living sacrifice. Means what? Let there be fruits of the body pleasing to God. I want to tell you, if you are living in sorcery, or you are living, committing a black magic, or you are lying, if you are a sexually moral life, if you are a liar, if you are a cheater, if you are an abusive person, that is the fruit of your body, which is flesh. If you are a liar, you can do nothing good with your body. A liar's body will produce lying fruit because his heart is contaminated by the issues of lies flow from the heart. What you think is in means you are carnal means what you are. You are a born again Christian. You are a Christian, but having the carnality of an unborn, un, un, unborn person. You call it, you are labeled yourself as Christian. You can put a 
a, a, a t-shirt calling that I am a Christian, but you can, behind the, the t-shirt, you can be an evil person. I challenging you, today is the first Sunday of the month. We are going to be participators in Holy Communion. What kind of body you are offering to God today? What kind of spirit you are offering to God? What is the light that is shining in you? I want to tell you, don't allow the devil to steal the seed that is deposited in you by the servants of God laying hands. And every day when you read the Bible, you are renewed and don't allow that seed to be stolen by the enemy. Don't give him a place. Don't give him a foothold. Don't be ignorant of his scheme. Know that once for all, Jesus paid the price for you. Once the sin, when the sun sets free, you are free indeed. What was the life of Shaul? Shaul was a born, the spirit-filled person. But he never knew the spirit left him. Why? Because of pride. And that's why when David committed a crime of adultery, he immediately cried unto God in Psalm 51 saying, create, create in me a clean heart and a steadfast spirit. Do not cast me out from your presence and do not take away your Holy Spirit. He knew that without you, I am nothing. How many of you listening to the voice of mine today come to an understanding, Lord, I have not done justice to the anointing that is deposited in me. I've not done justice to be called as a child of God. I have not obeyed your commandments. I become a worldly person. I was supposed to not to be conformed according to the world, but I conformed to the world because I wanted to be one like other people. I wanted to have a girlfriend like other people had. I wanted to have a sexual relationship with other people. They say, I slept with so-and-so. I wanted, I craved for all this thing that was sinful in the world. But Lord, and I never knew that I lost the spirit of God from my life. I lied sometimes. I cheated sometimes. I used abusive languages sometimes. I listened to all kinds of songs in my life. I listened to all kinds of preachers. Those are soothing and, and, and very pleasing to my ears. I go to all the parties. I walked into the place where the presence of God is not there. I used your name to just to be known to keep my reputation. I wanted to be known as a father or mother or a worship member or a, or a, or a event manager or a, or a, or a intercessory in, in charge or an usher in charge. I wanted to keep my reputation, but I failed to sit with you, sit at your feet 
and listen to your voice. I was offended when somebody corrected me. You remember in the book, if you read in the Shamuel's book, you remember when Shamuel walked away, what he did, you know, Shaul caught hold of his cloth and the cloth was torn. You understand? Because you know, if you read Leviticus book, the cloth of a prophet is, uh, is uh, stitched uh, according to the direct uh, instruction of the God. It means uh, the cloth of a servant is the cloth of uh, glory. And he torn. And what happened? When Shaul torn it, what the Samuel said, that now the Lord tear off your kingdom. When you speak against a servant of God, when you don't like the, like the corrections come from a servant of God or from leader, you become annoyed, you become, you become rebel and you start murmuring and complaining. What you, you are touching the glory of God. But the Bible says, touching you is like touching the apple of my eyes. When you speak against a servant of God, you are touching the apple of, eye of, uh, apple of the eye of God. Is there anybody sitting here? You know that you begin to dwell, but you are traveling in a journey where you experience you lost that first love. Remember John 15, Jesus said, you can do nothing without me. You can do nothing without me. There are millions of examples in this book where people tried without God. They failed. Six lakhs of Israelites could not enter the promised land just because they disobeyed God. And the second generation entered into that. Only two people, even not Moses could enter, only two people. Who are they? Caleb and Joshua. Daddy. Hello. Caleb yes. and Joshua. Australia, you want to say something? I'm closing it here. Let the Holy Communion bread and the cup be ready with you. When you are going to partake of it, I was spoken well from the life's life of Shaul to you. Let me ask you, 